Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Welcome to the Xbox Game Passengers podcast. I'm your host, Derek Cranevelt, and this is the show where each episode, myself and a guest will dissect and discuss a single game that's available on Microsoft's Xbox Game Pass service, which was usually, with exceptions, sometimes chosen completely at random. Whether it's a magical or horrible experience, we'll force ourselves through it, share our thoughts, and let you know whether or not the game is worth your time. At the end of every episode, we also will draw the game for the next show as well, so you always know it's coming up on the horizon. And as I mentioned, I'm always uh, it's it's always me and a guest. It's not just me here today. I'm really happy to be bringing. I'm really happy to be doing the show. You know, we took a bit of a break there. World fell apart. World's coming back together. Uh, and uh, <laughs> hello, Michaela. Hi, How hello, are, old pal. Old pal. How are you? That's fitting for the for the game we're playing, I know. which I'm sure we'll get into. I know into. I did that on purpose. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I'm doing I'm doing all right. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. Yeah, haven't seen you in a while, right? Right. It's been a whole like three minutes yeah, since we been, were in the other room together. It's been a whole like seven minutes since you finished playing this game. It has finally. So uh, <laughs> you know, I, I I'm glad to finally be talking about it with you. Um, we played, you know, if you didn't catch the last episode, last episode was, uh, Doogie and I, and we were talking about the medium, which, uh, was the first big Xbox series exclusive. It didn't work on the older consoles. Um, we had very different opinions of it. Uh, and, uh, I, I thought it was a good chat. I thought it was a good conversation. Uh, it if, was, yes, oh, it was a good you. chat. Did you listen to it? Or I did listen to it. Like you did? I'm trying to remember if I finished it, but I mm. think that I did. Mm. <laughs> um yeah so so back then uh back in that back then back then a month ago the show's monthly now way um, back then the show's monthly now and if you uh like hearing my voice and would like to hear me more often i love hearing your voice <laughs> i why don't you finish my podcast <laughs> <laughs> i like it in real time mm. mostly uh if you like hearing my voice want to hear it a bit more, bit more often and do like hearing me talk about video games the geekscape games podcast is back uh, it's me and it's Shane and it's sometimes Josh and sometimes uh, Carlos and sometimes Katie. And that's been it so far, I believe. Uh, and I'm sorry if it's not. Um, but yeah, we we talk about all things video games, not just Xbox, not just Game Pass, not just a single game like we're going to talk about right now. Um, yeah, this week is Call of the Sea. Actually, before we get into that, you like you've been playing a bunch of Xbox lately. Uh, we got recently got a second Xbox how have you been feeling about that whole thing? It's been pretty cool to me. I, I've talked about it, I think, on this show and definitely on Geekscape Games, but I haven't really got to hear your perception of of this whole thing that we've been doing. 
What whole thing is that? I don't know. Having two Xboxes, having two like Xboxes? playing games, <laughs> trying to play more as games together. As soon as together, you said that, that sort of I was like, oh God, oh God, oh God, have I been playing Xbox? I don't remember what I've been playing. Have I been playing games? I panicked. I panicked, Derek. Um, no, it's been surprisingly good. I never in one million years would have thought that I would be a person who required two Xboxes in my household. Um, considering before I met you, I think... I had played N64 like four times in my entire life, but now we have all the consoles and needed two of this one in order <laughs> to do all the things. But I actually really have been enjoying it. I um, My favorite part has been being able to play Stardew mm-hmm. with you, yeah. which is pretty exciting. W- which like a week after we got the Xbox, the update that made local multiplayer exist totally. came out. So that's yeah. totally unnecessary at this point, totally. but I'm st- <laughs> you but know. it's still my favorite part of yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it's been, it, it's been a blast. It's been very fun. It's slightly frustrating because the only thing that you, it seems like you ever want, you know, we've been playing it takes two lately, yeah. um, on the same console. So, which is so fucking yeah, it, fun. it takes two is fantastic. Aside from that, it felt like every, you know, for every one hour of a game I wanted to play, you know, we, we have started fallout 76 and like, you'll be like, we'll play for an hour and like 45 minutes are like, Oh, I need to arrange my things. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that's how you play the game you've got to arrange your well things. the last time that we played I was like arrange your things now so that the next time we play you yeah. can just jump in so into next it. time we're ready but then we started playing It Takes Two it which does, is yeah. so yeah. so good um, so much fun that I'm not even sad that we aren't playing Fallout because of it sorry <laughs> but yeah it seems like every like I'll be like let's play this game you're like for one hour we will play this game and then <laughs> like it's usually an hour and a half two hours or whatever Thank but you for, for every one card. hour that you agree to play something you're like oh we'll even now play 24 hours of Stardew Valley. I wish we could play 24 hours of Stardew Valley. I haven't even touched Stardew Valley in like a month. Yeah, because you've been playing other stuff. And my time in Stardew Valley in your game that we jumped into is like 20 hours. Yeah. Do you know how much we played like Fallout 76? You're welcome. Like two hours total. We That's did like not one true mission. At all. That's not true at all. We've played Fallout 76 <laughs> at least three times, if not four. <laughs> and each time it has been for greater than mm-hmm. one hour. Right. The last time for sure it was at least two right. hours. And stardew doesn't hurt my brain i don't get motion sick there's no having to like coordinate two sticks at the same time i don't feel like an idiot when i get stuck in a corner somewhere i know how to play stardew right i mean it seems like you're having fun with fallout and stuff too we also tried elder scrolls online which i really like i would love to play more well, of that. i played elder scrolls yeah. online yeah. on my own yeah, that's like, true before we had two xboxes yeah. a long no, that's time true ago as well. um yeah i I think I struggle a bit with those games because I only have so much energy that I can put into them at a time. And then the time between playing, I'm like, wait, which button do I press for this thing again? So it's like I have to relearn the whole thing. So what you're saying is if we played things like Fallout 76 more regularly, you wouldn't have to relearn how to play so much. Mm, But then I don't have the like emotional energy to put into it Mm. every five seconds. Mm. So it's really like once a week we could, you know. I decline to commit to anything yeah, at this yeah. point. Um, anyways, it's been great having two Xboxes. I really, yeah. some of the stuff that's really cool that I, I wasn't even really aware of before is how, well, I was aware of it, but now it feels so much more, at a different level um, is how great like things like the Xbox handles cloud saves. Um, you know, there's been times where you're on, you're playing something on the TV and I would like to continue the game that I've been playing. And the fact that I can just jump to the other Xbox and like, hit go and it just takes two seconds to sync my save and I don't need to do anything manually or anything like that is just like 
it feels fantastic. Totally. Um, you know, and I also I just last night got into the uh, the iOS beta for the Xbox Cloud Gaming, mm-hmm. um, which I've been really excited for. I I played it. I, the, the invite came at like 11 p.m. or something, so I played it like a little bit in bed, just like some simple game that I didn't care about with touch controls, which are horrible. Like, um, I jumped yeah. into Sea of Thieves for a second, and the buttons aren't really like described as to what they do. So sometimes they're just like symbols, like icons. That would. And so you kind of have to figure figure it out. But also like these games that are built for a full controller with two sticks and like 25 buttons and all this stuff. Like they do not translate to touch but at all. You do have the option to use a hundred percent. I just did not choose yeah. to at that moment, okay. but yeah, it's something that I'm super excited for. I tried to jump into a game today as well. And it just um, like, it was like a half second delay and it like was completely unplayable. But it's and the still sound a beta, was... right? Like they haven't figured out all the kinks for that. Yeah. Yet. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's something, you know, it's in its infancy. I'm really yeah. looking forward to more. It'll we have really good. good internet. So I was a little bit surprised. Like, you know, we have like one gigabit per second internet connection. So, cause we fancy. So huh? to see it performing like that, you know, what does it perform like for other people at that totally. point that don't have, aren't as lucky as I think as we they are, just but... must be so at the beginning of it that. Well, and it could be like, it's a week, it's a yet. Saturday. Like maybe a lot of people were playing That's at the same true. time. Like I literally, it worked great. It, it felt much better last night playing it at 11 PM than it did, you know, at 1 PM today, trying to, right. trying to play it. Oh, um, that's a good point. So yeah, so yeah. it could be stuff like that for sure. Um, yeah. You know what I like about the new Xboxes? I think this is on both of them. The quick resume thing. <laughs> the quick resume thing. It's is, amazing. It's amazing. It's like you're in it right away. Well, and there's times that like you'll, you know, your mom phones you or like you're like, oh, I just need to do this thing real quick. And on past generations, I wouldn't have even thought about playing games because by the time I boot up the console by the time the game actually loads up by the time i actually get anywhere you know you're done because it's you're like i'm gonna be 10 or 15 minutes but with like things like quick you know i've been playing like fallout 4 recently and whatever else i've been playing but um with things like quick resume it's literally like you're like oh i'm gonna be go do this thing for 15 minutes and and within 20 seconds i'm playing a game like yeah the console comes on instantly the games that are in quick resume are just there and then even if it's not in quick resume the game's loads so fast now that that like it just feels it feels like you can jump into a 10 or 15 minute gaming session and not just be waiting the entire time which is is crazy i wonder if that's made your social media consumption decrease because all those little windows oh, of time you know where normally sure. you would be like yeah. scrolling reddit for or sure. scrolling facebook well, for, for sure load screens you know like i i remember and i talked about this on geekscape games but playing fallout i listen to i'm sure i don't believe you (laughs) Uh, but playing playing fallout 4 on the xbox one i did not get that far and it was it was because of a lot of reasons but the primary things that i remember about the game are things like it loaded so often and the load screens were so long and just so terrible and it's like if you're like oh i need to go stop at this you know stop at this uh whatever they call them settlement so that I can like drop off the junk that I've collected. And then I need to go to diamond city because I need to sell some stuff. And then I need to, and then I will fast travel back to this place. Cause that's where the next mission I want to do is that's like a long time because that doesn't sound fun at you, all. When you need to fast travel, it, it takes like a minute to get everywhere. And it's not very fast. And I, I don't know actually know how long it took, but it felt like forever. And also the game ran like crap on, on that <laughs> console, but playing it now it's like, you you know if i choose to fast travel like across the commonwealth across the map it's like 
three to four seconds from like I hit the button to like I'm yeah. red, I'm I'm where I'm at. Like you, you don't have enough time to unlock your phone and like jump into an app yeah. before it's ready for you. And it's crazy. Well, and there was I can't remember what game it was that I was playing, but I was noticing that it would have like those pointers about mm, things mm. on the load yeah. screens. And I literally never had a chance to read through a whole sentence yeah. before it was like, oh, you're in it. Yeah. Yeah, it's why do those why are those even there at this point? I don't know. Like, they're you, probably going right. to change them. Well, now. and I feel like some games, some games like you have to, it'll have the tips or whatever, but you have to like hit the A button or whatever to 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 progress. So it like gives you the time oh, to read okay. them if you want to. That would be very. Um, but when they don't, and it's just like you're like, what? Uh, no and tips it's just for gone. you. Yeah, it's just gone. Um, yeah, Xbox has been great. Yeah, Game Pass has been great. Things like EA Access jumping into there as well. It's yeah. very exciting. I'm I'm really looking forward to and hoping some of those games start to get drawn for the show as well. I've yeah. added them to the list of random games. Do to you be think selected. it's going to become like, you know how there used to be cable and then you could like rent videos at the video store, but now everyone just has 40 million streaming services. Is <laughs> yeah, it going to become yeah. like that? Where like, instead of going to buy a game, you like, just have to choose from a plethora of streaming services. Uh, I mean, it, that's uh, probably like, cause I think that like I feel like we're at the beginning of the whole yeah. way that that is done. Well, and does it become completely. like, you know, when, you know, even five years ago with Netflix, Netflix had content from everyone and now everyone's pulling that content totally. or not renewing their totally. contracts because they all, you know, HBO Max has their own thing and Sony has their yeah. own thing and like is Hulu Pass... has their own thing and Disney owns everything else. Like, is it right now? Game Pass, Game is, Pass a... is the Netflix. Well, it is, it, but it's in its prime. It's at the prime at period the right now and it has all of yeah. their own content plus the third party content. dissolve into probably, although they just pulled EA in and EA already had That's their own true. thing. So, so maybe not. Well, And then do you support a monopoly because then you just have to pay one place one time or once a month or <laughs> whatever it is. Yeah. Or do you encourage, whatever the opposite of right. a monopoly is called so that multiple places have it right. and there's multiple streaming services and then they're competitive and then it's maybe not as costly. Although how could it, I don't know. I don't it know. just is such a good deal. Yeah. I'm it's, really it's enjoying the it. best value in yeah. gaming really like yeah. people that anyone that don't doesn't subscribe to it. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? And even like when, right you know, now? my dad who like doesn't play a lot of games, but he was, you know, asking me, in september or in august like before pre-orders went up like what console should i get what console should i get and anytime that this that a conversation like this comes up i'm like if you're gonna get one like and if you don't want to buy a lot of like i just think that the best the best value is in xbox game pass like even if yeah. you just buy a console even if you just buy a series s which is like 379 canadian except that you're never going to be able to fit anything on the series the s series did fill s. up very quickly yeah yeah um and it's our second console <laughs> yeah that's yeah. the part that's but like fallout 76 is 80 gigabytes yeah elder scrolls online 80 is 80 gigabytes then you should make your console call of duty is like 900 gigabytes yeah. Like, well, it doesn't make any have I got sense news for all. you? There's a 200 something dollar. <laughs> exactly. And then you just get the fancy Xbox. Yeah. And it's yeah fine. Then you might as well have gotten a Series X for yeah. sure. Um, but yeah, like talking to my dad, like it's like these people I think are adverse to subscriptions at this point or they're like burnt out on subscriptions mm, in a yeah. lot of cases because there's so many of them. But Game Pass also feels so different from any of that because it like the like it's it's cheaper than Netflix. 
Yeah. And like games are expensive and games the are so games, expensive. It, the games are expensive. And the fact that like, except you know, which game is not expensive. Stardew Valley. Stardew Valley. Yeah. So, you know, if you're looking for a budget game, that'll give you so many hours of enjoyment. Yeah. I you've played, you've one. put more hours into Stardew Valley than I've put into any game I've played in my entire life. And I've been playing games since <laughs> I was like a kid. Any single game. Any not single game. Yeah. No, combined. no, not cumulatively. No. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's, I don't know. It's crazy. Yeah. But we've, uh, <laughs> Right. We're, they're Maybe not paying us. They're not game. paying us to talk about Game Pass. <laughs> but, but if they want to, you would happily accept. <laughs> um, but yeah, with this week, we this month, sorry, this month, we played Call of the Sea. Mm-hmm. Uh, why don't you start with a synopsis uh, and then that. we will jump into some thoughts and then we'll jump into some spoilers and we'll go from there. By thoughts, do you mean whether we liked it or not? Mostly. Yeah. Okay. But let me talk first after your synopsis. <laughs> OK. Yeah. I'll see if I can manage that. So Call of the Sea is a first person adventure puzzle game set in the 1930s that tells the story of Nora, a woman on the trail of her missing husband's expedition. The search takes place on a strange but beautiful island in the South Pacific, filled with secrets waiting to be unearthed. It is an otherworldly tale of mystery, adventure, and self-discovery. So before you tell me how you felt about this game, I just wanted an opportunity to tell you how I thought you were going to feel about this game. Okay. Like, also, I want to hear how you felt totally, about the sure, game yeah, before yeah, yeah. I say how I yeah, felt okay. about it. Uh, so I thought that this game, this game is like from trailers and everything. It's just beautiful. It's like this like neat cell shaded, like kind of just, just tropical world basically. And there's a lot of variety to what it looks like and what it sounds like. Um, so I thought you'd be really into that. The beauty of the whole thing. It's also like a puzzle based. You love puzzle games, things like Puzzle Fighter, but and it's a very different type of puzzle game than Puzzle Fighter. But things like Monument Valley, like environmental the puzzles best. and stuff like that, you've you've really been into. I knew that this game kind of had that aspect. I didn't know much about this game. I just knew that it was like a pretty pu- like puzzly, and it and it's also like looked like a like a walking simulator, like you're you know, part of the main thing that you're doing is you're just walking around to absorb the environment and absorb the story that unfolds around you. Uh, and so I thought that you would be super into this game. Um, after playing, th- like while I was playing and I finished this, you played the game before. Like, yeah, you I think it I finished I it before started. you even started yeah. it. And <laughs> as I'm playing it, like as I'm getting into like the first couple of puzzles, I'm like, oh my God, I she's going to hate this. Like she's going to be so frustrated and you are interesting because like things like, I don't think that I don't think the game was super complicated in its mechanics or anything like that. But, uh, and so maybe this is a bad comparison, but like when we are looking at like board games and stuff like that, like if it has more than like two pages of instructions, you're like, don't even want to hear it. Don't even want to give it a chance. I'm not interested. Like, I'm not. It's just too much. Which is work. tough because I feel like you miss out on so many great games because of that. I don't though because I don't enjoy them. <laughs> I can't remember what you said on the first page of the instructions by the time yeah. we get to the third page. Yeah. And so how do I ever play the game? Yeah, it's tough. It but is. yeah, I as I'm playing it, I it almost detracted from my enjoyment because every time like something hard would happen, <laughs> I would be like, oh no, like she's going to just hate this and she's never going to want to do this show again. But she has to like every other episode, she's going to be the guest. So like, it's just not going to work. Uh, that is how I thought that you would. So I thought you were going to be really into it. And then I thought that as you were playing it, you were just going to hate the thing. I am really torn on this game because like walking simulators, exploration 
stories like that, that sort of stuff I, that is like my favorite my favorite thing like part of you know like i keep bringing up that i've been playing fallout 4 because it's taken up a lot of my time recently but like part of what i enjoy the most there is like going into these buildings and like just just experiencing like the environmental storytelling that bethesda has done in like the way that like the care you know the way that the skeletons are placed or like just seeing weird shit that that's that's happened to these characters that caused them to die or whatever like all of that stuff is super you know picking up audio logs all of that stuff is like super interesting to me uh and and i really like those aspects of the game i also like you know thinking back to like some puzzly title like puzzly walking simulators like what remains of edith edith finch like gone home like stuff like that i loved those games what remains of edith finch is like a top 10 game for me like that game was absolutely brilliant it was amazing and this game i felt so unintelligent (laughs) playing this game because the puzzles and and some of you know every it it, it, game's broken up into there's a prologue there's an epilogue but there's like six main chapters and they all kind of revolve each chapter kind of revolves around kind of a big area there's a few smaller puzzles often but there's like a big area and a big puzzle that you need to solve in order for you to move on to the next area and I don't know. I just felt really dumb because I feel like it was not long before I had to. And, I, and I'm, I'm wandering around. I'm interacting with everything you can interact with. You know, they do a really good job of she kind of uh, she has a journal. And so everything that you're looking up, that's that, or sorry, everything that you encounter and that you interact with that's important to a puzzle or whatever like there's kind of like a story journal but then that she also like writes things down or like jots pictures and it's super useful in terms of like looking up what you might have to do um so i'm like like exploring to the point where for sure i have interacted with everything (laughs) in the area and then i'm stuck puzzle wise and then i have to look up a guide and then i feel so stupid because i'm looking at the guide and then as soon as i like i i generally played it like I would get as far as I could in a puzzle. And it was only when I was like truly stuck that I would look up just enough to get me to the next step of the puzzle. But like, it was always, it was always one of those things where it was like, Oh, I'm such a, such an idiot. Like that was right in front of me the whole time. Like, how could I not figure that out? But then it happened again and again and again and again. So like, <laughs> you know, I, so you're not an idiot. I mean, I might be an idiot because well, then I'm an idiot. It too. was, <laughs> just so you know. tell me about your experience with the game. So basically, your lead into this conversation is yeah. exactly what happened <laughs> for me. Yeah, I was like the I wrote down in my notes about yeah. it. It's got that Sea of Thieves vibe, where like oh, like in the graphics, stuff, it does. Yeah, it is kind of Sea of Thieves. Is that yeah, what that's yeah, called? yeah. So and I didn't it's even all these like and it's ocean, you know, tropical. I, I didn't even put it together that it kind of <laughs> looks like Sea of Thieves. Well, so. I was just trying to find a way to describe that. Yeah that feeling that you get the way that it looks um it's got all these like green and blue tones which i love it's bright colors um and it's like xbox series enhanced so it's like 60 frames per second didn't seem super consistent at it but like like it looks very very pretty and is uh and has a high frame rate so it's like very nice in that regard smooth operating Yeah, yeah 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 Yeah, so it was very pretty. I I didn't know about the story. I didn't really know much about it. Um, but I landed on well, I think you start like on a boat and it kind of teaches you how to interact with things and I was like, okay, like I this is doable. I mm-hmm. can do this. It and mechanic-wise it's like pretty simple hard like mechanic-wise. No. Yeah. Um, but then I got to the beach which is like you have to like open a gate to get to the first chapter. Yes, it's yeah. like 
which I think is really setting the stage for like, this is a puzzle game. This is how you're going to figure things out. Right. And I was like, I don't know what to do. I literally yeah. had to be like, Derek, yeah. and you yeah, had already and- said to me at this point, don't feel bad if you have to. Yeah. And like, this is, and that's up. like, you know, but this... it was not even a puzzle. It was just yeah. how to open the game. Yeah. And it was like, it became very obvious yeah. very quickly. But pretty much from that moment on, I was like, <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah. Well, and this, it, it was tough because, you know, with this show, whoever is talking about the game with me, we don't discuss our thoughts. We don't generally discuss the game at all prior, but I feel like I had to give you some context for this game. Otherwise Which you were I just really going to give up. And yeah. so, so both with things like if you need to like, just so you know, if you need to look up a guide, like this is a good one, don't well, worry about it. And, and even like, you know, like helping you with that first puzzle a little bit, which I mean, normally we, most of the guests aren't in the same house as me, so it wouldn't be a thing <laughs> that would happen anyway, but I feel like I had to give you something. Yeah. Otherwise I was going to be on this show by myself. So yeah, hundred <laughs> yeah. percent. It never even would have occurred to me to use a walkthrough guide thing to figure out how to play the game. Yeah. And I would have just stopped. I would have, I would have just stopped because I do like puzzle games, games like monument Valley. I feel like puzzle fighter is a different kind of puzzle game. You got to have different, there's got to be different categories of puzzle games. But anyways, I do enjoy a puzzle game, but not if it's so hard that I don't feel like I can Mm -hmm. succeed at it. Mm -hmm. And this game, I think was hard because it didn't hold your hand at all in this is what you need to do next. Yeah. There was zero indication of what you needed to do. You, yeah. You like literally you get to a space, there's stuff around for you to interact yeah. with. And then the environmental and stuff. The I things. really liked that. Like a lot of the discover. I really liked the story in this game mm-hmm. and discovering the story mm-hmm. aspects, which is largely through like, letters that you find in the camps or like photographs that people have taken. Right. And, you know, cause you are essentially you've, you as Nora have figured out where your husband went and have followed him to this kind of mysterious Island. And they, and then you're like, you're kind of like one step behind them kind of the whole way. It seems like, uh, yeah. and so you're, you're looking at their camps after they've left and figuring out what has happened to them. Um, which like revolves around this, like black ooze and yeah. like, there's all these, statues and just crazy stuff around the island and it just slowly starts you slowly start to uncover like what's happening and why it's happening which is interesting and a fun way to deliver a story and it really takes the pressure off of like you have to do this like you just naturally go Mm -hmm. and try to pick up each thing yeah but that becomes frustrating when, first of all, you walk so slowly. <laughs> There's a but you get a yeah, sprint button, and the speed up button, yeah, is also very slow, especially when you have to go from like one side of something all the way to the other side of something, and then back to that. Like, do you remember that Nora has a disease which makes her very weak? And at the start, she's like, I'm feeling a bit better a now that I'm on this island, but you know, usually I can't even take a few steps without like needing to sit down and blah, blah, blah. So yes, she walked slowly. I think that she needs to walk at a certain pace to deliver. You know, a lot of the story comes through exposition of what she's mm, saying yeah. as she's experiencing it. And if you're just sprinting around, she wouldn't have time to do that. But, but also, why it makes isn't sense there that- an option to like 
force me to slow down when she's going to have exposition. But then when I'm going back and forth between puzzle pieces, don't make me take 15 seconds to get from one to the next. And then I have to do that over and over and over 17 times because I can't fucking figure out how to do this puzzle. That's fair. Yeah, that's a, that's fair. By the uh, way, where are we at with swearing on? I this mean, show? try to avoid it. Okay, but I think that one was appropriate. <laughs> that one was very appropriate. I must you, say, you felt very strongly. Oh, I felt, felt very strongly. Very strongly. Yeah. Also, I just we talked about the camp thing. Yeah, and I just have to say, yeah. don't so, talk spoilers yet. Okay, are you about to talk spoilers? I don't think so. Okay. I don't. I, I'll save. Let's it. just save it. Save it. But for remind now. me to come back to the camps. Yeah, yeah. Before we just let's let's like pop the top off. Let's say whatever but before we do that before we get into spoilers it sounds like this is like a skip for you if you had to like tell somebody you know it would depend give on it a the shot person. must play skip it yeah you know what it would depend on the person okay. i would never say it's a must play but you would have skipped it after about 10 minutes of playing oh it oh 100 like. yeah. Yeah. yeah like i would have done that first puzzle yeah. well i would have not done that first puzzle and i would have been like mm-hmm. okay well i'm over it peace oh, and the voice ca- i love that the voice cast was really good mm-hmm. um you know mm-hmm. you got sissy jones plays nora who was the she was like the the i can't remember the character's name but like the person you were talking to in firewatch uh oh which no you way. really liked you really liked firewatch i right? haven't played firewatch. oh i love firewatch but uh, firewatch looks like a beautiful game yeah, and i really yeah. would like to play it yeah someday. so she was like the the person at the end of the, on the end of the radio okay. um i feel like it starts with a k it's been a lot of years she also plays one of the main characters in the walking dead games okay. which i really loved yeah. uh and then yuri lowenthal is uh harry so Nora's husband he played like spider-man uh, in the Spider-Man game, oh, okay, for PS4, okay. and he's done a lot of other stuff. See, um, he's a good friend game, of John. I really wanted to love this. Game. Yeah, like I went I, into as, it. Me too. Yeah, with me too. The way that it looks and the the very little bit that yeah. I understood about the story, yeah. I really wanted to love it. And when you're playing it, it feels like a labor of love. Yeah, like it feels like whoever made this game, they yeah. really loved it, and yeah. it was like. Like, I almost wonder if it was like a passion project or something, sure. but I hated it and I never want to play it again. Yeah. And I'm very proud of myself for getting through the entire game because mm-hmm. I think like four times this week I've been like, all right, should we go record that podcast now? <laughs> Before you're like, you're, Aren't you on yeah. chapter two? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Ready to go. Yeah. I, I do think that there are some, there are some merits to it. Um, and if you, are hankering for a real challenge mm-hmm. then definitely get in there do you think like maybe we're just not very good at video games maybe and like dumb. other people yeah like do you think that ever no no i think that like yeah i'm not very good at video games but i don't but it's not this was it's you wouldn't not, need to be good at video exactly, games to get through this like exactly. it's about the logic think, of the puzzles and i stuff. think the way that the puzzles are delivered i think that it could have been really good yeah. with the puzzles i think the way the puzzles are delivered and i think the lack of guidance as to how you engage with right. the puzzles is the big thing yeah. here and like I- there's nothing there's yep. no time or space when she says out loud to herself, oh, if I use these symbols right. that I found over here, maybe I can figure out how to turn the dial right. that also has the symbols here. It's just like, oh, there happens to be some symbols in this book that I wrote down. Hopefully, I happen to wander over to the right things and mark down the right symbols. Because right. if I didn't, then I'm not going to figure out how to unlock this puzzle. 
And like, luckily, somebody else has already gone and done it. So I can go look at the internet and they'll be like, oh, yeah, you got to turn left and then right and then touch the thing while you're touching your nose. And then you can go and yeah. start the puzzle. Well, and how about just like just a hint button? Just put in a hint button. Right. Like after, you just know, something. I the only the main example I have of this is Uncharted because I've been playing the Uncharted games recently mm-hmm. and those puzzles are not hard at all. They're pretty obvious, but it like if you're in an environment too long and you can't quite figure out what's next or anything like that, like after a certain period of time, it gives you, you don't have to take it, but it's like, Hey, hit click L3 or whatever the button is and to get a hint. And so if you like click it, it'll then just pop up like a hint for you. Uh, But the fact that, uh, yeah, like the fact that in this game, and I don't know if other like our other games that are in this kind of puzzly genre, do they also do the same thing where it's just like either you figure it out or you're stuck here unless you look Forever. it up online. Like, like, why not just give the option after, yeah. you, you know, don't have it right in front of you. Don't have it available at any time. Like have it like if you haven't progressed yeah. at all in 10 minutes, totally give you the option for a hint. Well, and I've even seen not puzzly games yeah. where like, Because I'm one of the people who likes to explore my surroundings in whatever game I'm playing. And so there's been games that I've been playing where like I'll be exploring everything and interacting with things in the room. And then the character says to itself, oh, I really should start heading Mm. towards that door or something. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's my trigger to like, that's where I need to start when I start. But actually, I still want to read these three journal entries over here or whatever it may be. Yeah, I just think that there's no the lack of that in this game makes it so frustrating. And then for me, that really detracted from my engagement in the story. I cared much less about the story because it was just a fucking slog to get through. And I didn't, I wasn't enjoying it because it was too, are we just giant whiners? I don't know. Here I am trying to reassure you that we're not idiots, but (laughs) we might just be idiots. We might just be, but we're not though. I think, is it just expectations like what did they what, want what for expectations this game? did you have but in like, that synopsis there's no like hey just so you know this will be super really hard puzzle. yeah like yeah. there's no indication that it's going to be that yeah. hard i would love to know if anyone listening has played call of the sea and did not find the puzzles hard and that we are an <laughs> idi- we are idiots us. no like <laughs> Derek at geekscape.net let me know what you thought of Call of the Sea did you struggle anywhere even if it's like you know chapter 4 was really hard but the rest of the game I breezed through anything like that like I feel like I think I got to through most up to through most of chapter 2 without looking at anything Okay. and then after that I had to look up every chapter like again only like I only looked it up when I got stuck but every chapter I had to look something up and like chapter I think chapter 4 is one where you're like you have to like kind of decipher like a language almost and like figure out where these certain things should be. Even like the explanation in the guide, I was like, I don't know what this means. Oh my God. Uh, that was like the that, last that was when I most that was, felt, that was when me. I most felt like an idiot. <laughs> Hold your thought on the camps okay. and stuff. Like we'll jump into spoilers in one sec. Okay. First, uh, there's just a little message from our friends at the Geekscape Games podcast. Oh, hello there. I didn't see you come in. I'm Shane O'Hare of the Geekscape Games Podcast, the number one video game podcast on the Geekscape.network. Join myself, Derek Krenevelt, 
and a guest every fortnight as we discuss video game news, video game reviews, and dissections. That's Geekscape Games every two weeks on Geekscape.net. It's been a blast. You know, it's 182 episodes in. That's crazy. And we took like two years off and like recuperated and uh i'm really enjoying being a part of it again so i'm really glad to see you back it's nice to hear your voices back together again yeah you listen i listen <laughs> for the i would say i've listened to like 70 percent of the new ones how many would that be do good. you think well like i've started all of them okay yeah and then i oh, get 70 percent s- of the total runtime yeah like yeah, okay. one or two how many have you done now six i think okay definitely like one to three i've listened to the whole thing and then the other ones i've started all of them and i don't know where i'm at in them but it's just tough because i love audiobooks and so you know i'm like oh i'm gonna listen to this podcast and then yeah you know so pop the top off spoiler wise you were talking about like a camp and something oh, that really yeah, yeah i feel like it's not really a spoiler but i kept thinking over and over again because the camps are like each chapter has at least one camp or you know the camps are where the clues are left for you to write in your journal so you're following your husband harry because you have this disease and he has been researching a cure for the disease and so he has ended up on this island off of tahiti well, he's been like missing for like four months Yes. And then you get like a package. Yes. With like a knife, I think, in it and a couple other things that lead you to follow his trail, essentially. And following his trail leads you to this island yeah. off of Tahiti that nobody wants to go to. 74 miles east of Tahiti. And you like struggled to get someone that would take you there because it's like cursed or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's got bad vibes. Yeah. And um, anyways, and then they get there and then the ship that took them, I think when they were trying to come back, it crashes. Mm-hmm. Um, and his like uh, expedition members that have been with him as you like follow through the camps and you find different camps, you find different uh, burial sites. And <laughs> sorry, whatnot. I was just looking at my notes. You talked about the slowness of the character walking. Yeah. And in the last episode, Doogie and I were talking about the medium and he complained so hard about the glacially slow pace that Marianne <laughs> walks at. And I said, I hope that we get the option to sprint at some point. I understand that the character is sick, but she walks slower than Marianne did in a medium. <laughs> and then I noted again, as soon as I wrote this, she said that she feels quite good versus usual. And you get the option to sprint Phew. except uh, it's not sprinting. It's like, it's a like trot. a normal walking pace. And prior to that, it was like, you could crawl faster than that. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, what was i talking about the camps (laughs) camps. so you like get to the island and the first thing you find is a camp and they'll have a few tents set up they'll have a few tables set up they'll have some like boxes or crates um and they'll usually have like a cooking fire thing um and they're like the basics of them are all pretty similar (laughs) but the thing is how did they carry 
all the supplies <laughs> to make a new camp. Because every camp, you go to the next camp from that camp. It's not like you're going back to the boat to get more supplies. Yeah, yeah. So that means that when they were setting up camp number two, they had enough supplies on them to set up like at least 15 more camps, including a cooking pot, uh, multiple tents, various crates. So you're saying the amount, like, why wouldn't they just pack up their camp before moving on yes! to the next place? Yeah. Maybe if you thought less about things like that and more about the puzzles <laughs> and how to solve the puzzles, it would have uh, been a bit of a different time. Maybe if they had thought more about making it realistic yeah. and then also about but how if to they cleaned, tell you. if they cleaned up all their stuff. I know, they need to leave them because that's how you, you find the hints. That's how well, you not find, even the hints, but like what's happening. You ha- wouldn't know that they had been there. You know, what's ha- and what's happening to them. And yeah. a couple of people die along the that's, way, so maybe it makes honestly, sense to leave their tents. the tins. camps have to be there. That's yeah. the whole exposition of the story. Yeah. It doesn't function without the camps. Yeah. But it, And like I didn't really start feeling annoyed by it until when I got to like chapter six today. And it's like, inside the temple that like (laughs) nobody can get to unless you have this special blood and blah 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 and like oh there's a camp oh you got there there was a camp camp. inside the temple didn't harry get in though harry and that other girl yeah what was her name Cass. cass cassandra yeah yeah so like when uh is it chapter five when you go into like you you take a some sort of floating raft that brings you to another place. And then you have to get into that's part of chapter six, I believe door. Oh, okay. Um, so once you get into the big door, that's where he had to like mix his blood with the black ooze in order to get through that door. But then you go inside there and the first things that you're supposed to look at are to the left. Harry has a little camp and to the right, like it just doesn't make any sense. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but it has to be like that because that's yeah, your whole exposition thing. Yeah. And I do quite like that, like at each site, you, there's bits and pieces that you pick up. Um, but then there's also often sometimes like a a letter that he has written yes. to you. And, and you hear him speak and you kind of yeah, see images. Yeah, I quite liked that. Um, and then when you get to the near to the end, and they slowly just... get like less and less hopeful. <laughs> totally. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. also you realize that like Harry has done this specifically so that she will follow this trail. I don't know why you couldn't just have like an upfront relationship where you're like, Hey, yeah, I found all all this yeah. stuff about you yeah. and why you're like this. And yeah you know, why don't we talk about this and make a choice? So it's going to be best for mm-hmm. it. Like, I understand that he was trying to trick her into to the point the where, and again, we're in spoiler territory major to the point where he like fakes his, that he's dead. He fakes his yeah. death. Yeah. He fakes he, his death. Yeah. See, we are idiots. <laughs> he faked he, yeah. his yeah. death to trick her. Cause okay. So the whole I also thing, wrote in all caps, why didn't Harry just tell her, why did it need to be this elaborate ruse? We could have saved so much time. <laughs> but she would not have left him. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's the thing. Like he loved her so much. She loved him so mm-hmm. much. She they would- all called each other old pal because there's a yeah. song like Dear Old Pal or something that they like love to play to get like yeah. it was super cute. It was very um, cute. I really did like those the the way they built those characters together without ever seeing Harry. Yeah. I really I was liked. sad that we never got to see Harry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there was. This is just uh, off 
on a tangent, but there in season in season two, in episode two, uh, there's like a hatch, and they talk about blowing up in a hatch. What episode two? Season two episode. Fuck. <laughs> Chapter, chapter two. two. Oh my god, I don't know what we're, I was like. Are we talking about Lost? Well, well this is why this is why I got messed up because you're talking about they, Lost. I was like, oh my gosh, is this a Lost reference? <laughs> are there going to be Lost references? We're when on a weird a tropical hatch? island. We're on. That was like you go into the hatch, and that's where uh, there's kind of the. It's like a circle. And there's like a bunch of things and some of them have the ooze leaking from them. Oh, the eyes? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was the hatch. That was and, a well. Well, there's a hatch at some point that they talked about blowing okay. open. Uh, but I was like, oh my gosh, are there going to be Lost references? I love Lost references. Uh, season two of Lost, I think, is when is the, the major hatch season. So that's Maybe why I got kind of confused. Maybe that was there. a Lost reference. I mean, it might have been. the only one. Yeah. It's hard to know. <laughs> it is. Uh, Just like with Lost. It's hard to know. <laughs> anything. Uh, it wasn't that hard. Uh, characters end up characters start dying um, but you know by the time you get to not characters that you see because you're the only no. like person on the island at that point but characters like start dying and you like by the time chapter six comes around it's only Harry that's like sorry Harry and Cass yeah that are left and she's Harry is like doing this for to figure it out for oh, you at one point I was Cass like oh like Harry a... and Cass are definitely together and we're just gonna discover that they really yeah. no. for a while you didn't think that at all. I had such faith in the old pals loving mm. each other till. Well, and he did keep he did keep writing her like letters yeah. and stuff. Yeah, there would just be like I did. It have was because Cass like, is like a photographer or something, yeah. and there was she's, just like she's a journalist. She's a journalist, but there would just be like random photos of Harry, and I'm like, she's obsessed with them. Oh no! Yeah, I did kind of think that maybe she was into him, but I never thought that Harry would be into her. Yeah, he just loves Nora too much. Yeah, that's fair. Um, to the point but, where he fakes his death. To the point where he fakes his death. But I do wonder, like. Like it was interesting because you don't really know Cass's motivation until the end, and she is like a diehard of wanting to get through the expedition, whereas everyone else is like through the notes. You discover that they're either dying or being like, "Hey, Harry, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> yeah, this is crazy. Yeah. Can we just go yeah. home?" Or they're going crazy because they touch the ooze or like yeah. something like that. Yeah, yeah. And then they try to like kill someone else. Like, there's lots of weird stuff. It is that that kind of happens because of that. Yeah. Did you find I noticed that like I missed a bunch of the journal entries and I thought I was being pretty thorough about like going and discovering things. I'm pretty sure I got every single one. Really? Yeah. Because I, again, I would like super heavily explore before you went before I would look at a cheated. guide. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I don't think I missed a single journal entry. Hmm. Yeah, I, I didn't think that I was going like I I kept having these moments too where like Especially when you get to the underwater levels. Yep. Which is really Yeah, so neat. chapter chapter five. Um, and you finally find out kind of where Harry, why Harry has come here. Like his goal at one point was to become one of these sea creatures so he could be like, be like you. Yeah, so Nora's kind of like a sea creature, but she was also on Earth. And why she was sick was that she was like too far away from home. Is that what was happening? Did you not watch the which? So there's two endings actually. Oh yeah, which ending? Yeah, did so you, choose? you get to choose. So uh, it's between um, between like going, going home, which like listening to, to the Harry. yeah, yeah, and yeah. then 
we were saying different <laughs> things at the same time. With Why don't the you same just words. go ahead? <laughs> There's one where you like deny your fate and you go back to mm-hmm. Harry because you love him and yeah. you want to be with him. And then the other option is you like listen to the call you of have the sea. Discovered and... who you are yeah. supposed to be, yeah. and so you're gonna follow your fate yeah. and go this way. Uh, so. So I I did one ending and then immediately reloaded my save so I could watch the other ending. Oh, dang. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Which one did you choose? So I chose to go back to Harry. Oh, my God. That's so funny. I chose not to go back to Harry. I was like, he already did all this work and almost died so that I could figure out how to be who I am. And then he fucking tricked me that he had died. So that I could have this opportunity. What a slap in the face yeah. it would be if he went through all that. And then I did not become the sea creature that but I was he, meant to be in my But she loves him and would rather die maybe than, than be without him. How but, did your ending go? Why don't you tell us about it? Um, like when I chose that? Yeah. Uh, I walked through a door and walked down a path and into the sea. And then... Um, there was a bunch of different sea creatures and stuff, and then it blacked out, I think. But did it, like, did she talk about why she, what she was doing or anything? Can't remember. Nothing Nothing <laughs> yeah. that was, like, monumental. Mm. It was just more of the same, like, talking about how... And because, I, I mean, at that, at that point, it had mostly been filled in. Yeah, so, yeah. like, as you go through, as you go through each chapter, you get closer and closer to understanding that... <laughs> she is going to she because part of her illness is she has these spots all over her and those spots are because she is part sea creature and so mermaid type thing basically yeah but But, like with like weird sea creature hands is that not a thing a mermaid could have why do you get to gatekeep mermaid i mean the the um pop culture version that when i think of mermaid i think of of jason momoa oh I don't think of Jason Momoa. Just thought you often Surprisingly, do, you know? yeah. in that instance, I do not. Other instances, yes. Um, but no, I think of like Ariel or that kind of mermaid where it's right. just like half person and half but Ursula. fish tail. Um, I mean, I think of her sometimes, but... <laughs> I just mean she's not a typical mermaid. Is she a mermaid? I don't know. What Isn't is she Ursula? like a octopus thing or something on the bottom half i don't know but the top half of her has regular human hands although probably in disney they all have four fingers (laughs) anyways what are we talking about your ending and the sea creature-ness right so i think you need to explain though that nora the reason that she is ill is because she has something inside of her. She is supposed to be the sea creature. She has a music box that she got from her mom. And that music box is a mermaid going around this like stone pillar and singing a song. And so Harry has taken that with him. Um, And then, um, sorry i'm really struggling (laughs) and then he is trying to figure out a cure for your illness and your illness it turns out is because you are destined to become this sea creature and so what that's why when you get to the island you're closer to like your natural Mm, habitat where you're supposed to be but also homesick yes yes but the story is very confusing because she's like talking about how everyone like she's finding these um, huts and these 
murals and these pillars and blah, blah, blah. Everything is like this ancient civilization obviously lived here. Yep. Um, and they worshipped this god and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but, there's weird stuff in there too, like were they keeping people as slaves or like, like were some of were them her slaves? People the slaves? Yeah, I'm not or sure. Or were her people the people that got worshipped by the slaves? Yeah. But then, so she, there's this weird juxtaposition of her walking through all of these things, and as you get deeper into it, she's like, "Oh, I feel so at home here. I feel so alive. I've never felt better in myself. Yeah, you know, this is supposed to be this scary place, but I feel so calm and so safe here, blah, blah, blah. But then as she's like consuming the information from the murals, she's like, oh, I can feel that it's so evil here because everyone was <laughs> slaves and they were slaughtering the slaves. And right. it seems like the slaves had to go to this temple place and then they either became the sea creatures or they died mm -hmm. and were sacrificed mm -hmm. and so like why is it good that she's the sea creature why would you want to embrace that why do you feel more comfortable here if you're part of the slave race right. but if you're not part of the slave race then you're the enslaving race and what is that about like that part of the story was very confusing sure. to me and at the end i was like i actually went back and tried to like read through my journal notes to see if i could like suss out why it was like this and why i felt so it felt so like disconnected mm -hmm. i guess um but then i i never did find a reason why it was the way it is and i don't know if she's a slave or not a slave are slaves still a thing i think was this that was like that thing? stuff was like a long time ago i think so so it's very confusing. Yeah, yeah. But then I, also she's like, are we even on Earth anymore? Yes, because that's when true. I look yeah, up, it's the constellations sky. are different. Yeah. Like it's very confusing. There's a lot of stuff happening, for sure. Um I did not choose that ending. Initially, I went back and watched it after, but I chose to go back to Harry. Yeah. Um you don't actually Why did you choose that? I don't know. I just feel like they <laughs> I'm just more romantic than you are. I think so. I think this is like <laughs> when we decided we were going to chop each other, which is mm, like mm -hmm. a slap in wrestling yeah, lingo like a, across the chest. Across the chest. Yeah. And I was like, we're doing this yeah. so that we can know what the experience is like. Yep. So we are doing it. I give you permission. You give me permission. That makes it sound really dirty, but it wasn't. It was just like <laughs> a consensual violence. <laughs> and I did it i went oh, really, hard really hard and I, it hurt i went sorry i went first oh yeah and, and then i you held back backed out at the last second barely touched you and <laughs> i was like that didn't hurt that was fine and then so i did it immediately and you were like oh my god ow that really hurt yeah it was because i'm really tough yeah. um but i feel like this is the same thing where i'm like okay well he killed himself so that or no he pretended to <laughs> yeah, kill himself yeah. so that i could go off and become the sea creature so, obviously so i'm just I'm gonna, gonna do, do it. that <laughs> thank you i love you bye i am my full self now which <laughs> i also kind of feel like it's like a good way of being in the world generally it was a journey of self-discovery it really was sea, that yeah. was the like most honest part of that description yeah. <laughs> uh, anyways go on yeah so i decided to go back to harry um i was very upset that it made you choose because it was a very hard choice it was a hard choice uh and i was really sad i didn't get to meet harry i really wanted to experience some of their relationship yeah. but then i had to choose totally yeah i and it was so sad i thought getting to that point because you know based on what i was kind of seeing in the chapters before, you know, I thought that they were going to be reunited and become mermaids together oh. or something, but instead he like 
tried to make her think he was dead so that she would just go on without him because she wouldn't have anything left in this world mm-hmm. to like care about type thing there. That was very sad. Like I was emotionally affected. Really? Yeah, that was super sad. I was not emotionally affected because I had to keep looking at my phone <laughs> to figure out how to play the game. And then, and then it makes you choose. And so I chose to go back to Harry um, it, you don't actually see and it kind of says something like, you know, I guess in a real love in a real love story, it doesn't end with a wedding, but a funeral. And I was like, what the heck? Um, you don't get to see their reunion or anything like that. What? It's just kind of like a like there's a bit of dialogue and that's it. Uh, but then you you know, the credits happen and it goes over them playing piano and singing this dear old pal. song. Oh, they together. did that in mind, too. But partway through the song, Nora starts coughing really bad. And and then Harry's like, oh, come on, like, let's go. And they don't get to even finish the song. Oh. And I'm getting goosebumps just talking about it because it was so sad. Oh, that's heartbreaking. Right? That uh, did not happen in mine. It just played the yeah, whole song. And at the end, creature. they talked about how much they loved each other or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So and then, uh, yeah. And then I immediately went back and watched the other ending. But yeah, it was that was super sad. And like, I was like, Oh, it's a nice like reunion moment. And you're getting to hear this song. And it's beautiful. And, you know, even though she's gonna die from this disease, it seems like they're still having a time together, which is nice. And then she starts coughing. And I'm like, what the fuck? What What? did you think was gonna happen? Well, I don't know. I knew that she was sick. You knew she couldn't exist. And the dialogue, they said they had a few a few more good years together before she died. Uh, And then, like, Harry like talks about it like after the credits he just talks about burying himself in his work because he has nothing left to he had nothing oh, left he to talks care for about after that she in died mine too. yeah and that was really sad um yeah it was tough but in mine in mine he's talking about how he buried himself in his work mm. etc because there's nothing else in his life yeah but he knows that she is out there living his her immortal yeah. mermaid life because she she, but he now he's that but now he her. gets no life anymore yeah but he's gonna be sad either way because either she's dead or she's but gone. they had a few more good years were they that good though if they couldn't That's even the sing dialogue a song said. i mean at some point maybe they could sing a song that, yeah that that was that got me that end credit bit though. and so was very knowing well that, done. would you change your choice well i don't i didn't know that at the time you don't get to since life is strange you can't rewind time <laughs> and make a different choice you know? i just think it's really interesting because i think it's a good reflection of like how we live our lives <laughs> yeah. you know and i think you're like, like peace you, and i'm like don't go i think you and i specifically that's a very yeah. good reflection of like i'm very much like i need to figure me out i need to be the best me that i can be in order to be able to show up in our relationship and you're like, I just want to love you forever, always. <laughs> yeah. Let me do nice things for you, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, and I feel like sometimes I will put myself first in order to make everything else in my life okay. And you will always put somebody else first before you put yourself yeah. first. I don't think you see value in that for the most part. Which means that you enjoy a few mediocre years and then die. <laughs> Wow, thanks. It really was <laughs> a journey of self-discovery. <laughs> I discovered <laughs> yourself. Wow. Um, one thought that I had, too, yeah. in terms of having to make that choice is that we kind of, we barely really saw Nora in a spot where she was super sick. Like, she was slow at mm, first, but she yeah. very quickly ends up on the island, and you don't really ever see any of that. So, Well, and I think even when she's on the boat, she's, like, starting talking to about feel feeling better, a bit better. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, and she says like normally she could only take a few steps or, or whatever, can barely walk, all that stuff. But I wonder if had we actually had an opportunity to see her disease prior to coming to the mm. island, would would a different choice have been easier to make? 
Right. You know, for me, it didn't feel, you know, it felt like she was chasing her husband. Yeah. And so the right ending felt like to ignore the, the, the reasons why he did it and yeah. to reunite them. That yeah. felt like the right ending for me, uh, which obviously is different than you. But would it still have felt like that if we had seen her prior? I don't know. I, like, I, I think maybe, maybe. I mean, I, I chose to not go back to illness anyways, but that was mostly based on Harry having done what he did and me not wanting to um, make it a waste. Yeah. Right. Like, could you imagine if you went through all of that for me, which I think you would, I think that you (laughs) like, if, if we were, if you were a sea creature with a disease, yeah, yeah, you would go to Tahiti to figure out how to do it. And then, I hope that you would not fake your death. I hope that you would just talk to me and <laughs> right, you would figure right. it out. And then I'd be like, peace. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I, I can't remember where I was going with that. Oh, I think if you went through all of that work right. and then I was like, great. Thank you. Thanks for risking your life and having this super weird experience. But actually I'm just going to stay at home and get real sick with you. How about that? Okay. Love you. Let's hang out. <laughs> please come wash the barf off my face. Mm, like mm. I, I, I feel like you would be very upset if I did not go through, <laughs> but I would also get to spend more time with you before you did. Die. Yeah. Resenting me for you having know. made you do this huge expedition. If, you know, if you get, <laughs> this is getting real. If you were to get, you know, if we say, look at becoming a, a mortal sea creature as a metaphor for, having cancer or something oh like that. God. If you this had too real, <laughs> you get cancer and the choice are is to die and go be dead or yeah. spend more time with me, but sicker, I would probably want you to still be around for as long as possible. And I would want to just die. <laughs> right. That's so funny. That's very much. And I think we've talked about this, like in terms of dementia or something mm-hmm. before, or we talk about like, um, having the right to choose your death and you are very much like you don't get to decide when you die like you live for as long as possible everyone (laughs) lives for as long as possible and modern medicine you take your medications you live as long as possible says the guy who hasn't been the doctor in a decade but i mean that's a good loophole right there (laughs) but i think like obviously i'm young enough that if i had cancer i would probably want to figure out how to have cancer um but I am very much like people have the right to choose. I would only try so hard and then I would want to just enjoy being loved by you right. until I die. And I think that's very reasonable. <laughs> All right. right. I'll just have to agree to disagree. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, you're going to let me get to the point where I like can't make a decision for myself. And then you're going to be like full resuscitation. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you have anything else to say about Call of the Sea? It's it's such a and I feel like I always struggle. I'm always like, oh, this was such a tough game. Yeah. I loved I loved everything but the puzzles, which are such a which That's is such a yeah, which play. is such an important part of the game. It is the game. And like, again, I think that literally you put a hint button in there and it's much better for it. Yeah, that's I all think it the needed. puzzles could have been done much yeah, better. The puzzles themselves were probably fine, aside from maybe that chapter four you know where what? I didn't even understand the guide. But Let me find a juice in one of the camps that gives me super speed, 
and then you know i'm on a tropical mystery island yeah, there yeah. could be fast juice right? there fast fast juice fast juice yeah. give me some fast juice gotta go fast give me some smart juice yeah and then that, well, that's how you get the hints yeah 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 like give me give me fucking something <laughs> give me something yeah uh yeah it's really tough i really i was very frustrated in the middle chapters with not being able to engage in the story because which might have actually made it easier for me to choose the fuck it. I'm going to become a mermaid right. path. Yeah. Um, because I was struggling to engage in the story when I could not figure it out. Sure. And so the, like, I was like, even going into the beginning of a section, I was like, okay, what am I going to miss? What am I not going to see mm-hmm. that is going to stop me from being able to figure out a puzzle? Um, and half the time when I was reading the instructions on the internet of how to do the puzzle, <laughs> I was like, I don't understand what these words yeah, mean, but right. I'm just going to do exactly what they yeah, say. I'm just going to ma- make mine look like the picture. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's unfortunate. But I do think if you're smarter than us yeah. and you enjoy puzzle games and things that are pretty yeah. and sappy love stories. Yeah. Again, Derek there. at Geekscape.net, was this an easy puzzle game or did you struggle <laughs> as well? I would really love to know. <gasps> Uh, I really hope that you hear from somebody who <laughs> did have an easy time with yeah. it. And, and like, how could you, are you 10? Like, how could you not get through this? You know? Yeah. 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 Me too. Well, do I want to hear that though? Yeah, you do. Because it'll just reaffirm what I already think about myself. No, I don't think it has to do with intelligence. I think it has to do with the way that your brain mm. solves problems. Right. Like we Mine probably. Mine just usually bottles them up. <laughs> yes that in, inside yeah, that's your yeah, soul not yeah. your brain oh, okay. now yeah yeah um well and like it, yeah it's tough i didn't even know that you could get instructions on the internet like that <laughs> now you do if you ever you know Danger in channel. two months when you were record when we're preparing the next because oh, yeah. you're every other episode uh we'll talk uh you know now if you need a guide i can find it for you or you just look up game i'm playing walkthrough and that's yeah. it you know yeah uh well it sounds like that's call of the sea yeah uh <laughs> i don't know if we but, okay how yeah. cool is yeah. it that she became the sea creature she died in mine oh yeah, yeah. but the option like the i know it was cool thing, yeah. it was cool yeah and it was very pretty underwater it was um i did feel like when i was underwater they would be i would turn around and be like, I can't see where to go next. And then I would like turn around again. And it was like something that I had never seen before. That kept happening was to right me. There. It was like it didn't load or something. It was so Like weird. I would look up. Like there would be nothing in front of me. And yeah. I would like literally just look up. And when I looked back down, it's like there's the platform. The most yeah. obvious <laughs> like, four, thing like, ever. Several times. Okay. I think that's not us then. Okay. Maybe there's a fuck up in the game. And they're just I mean, like not telling us. That it makes us really dumb. There's, that there was supposed to be a hint button. Yes. But, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it sounds like that's it for Call of the Sea. Yeah. Thank you for, for persevering. Thank you for pushing through. Thank I've you enjoyed having this so conversation patient. with you. Hopefully the next game we play is a bit easier to understand. Uh, you know what, though? I yeah. did really like the length of this game. Oh, I love short games. Yeah. Yeah, I really love short yeah, games. That was nice. Yeah. I think it took me double as long as it still took pretty you, short, but though. still yeah, not bad. Still pretty short. I think it was about five, six hours for me. So Or, you know, 11. Yeah, yeah. I really wish that uh, the, I think the PlayStation side of things does, but on the Xbox, it's really hard to see unless the game, like when you're saving manually, like has like a time tracker. It's really can be really hard to see 
exactly how many game how many hours you've played mm. some games listed in their like achievements like oh, it'll okay. when you're trying to compare with friends but not all games do mm. and it's not to like a minute so if you're like if it's like somewhere between five and six hours it would just say like five hours or something okay. so um, I you really wish they did a better job a with that. a really good tracker for how long? Stardew Valley. Stardew yeah. Valley. How many hours? Oh, too many. <laughs> too, too many. Yeah, hundreds. Um, like multiple hundreds, cool. I'm sure. I'm going to draw the next game. Yeah, let's do it. Last episode, I thought I would try something fun and new where instead of drawing one game, we keep it random, but have a, you know a little bit of input in it where I would actually draw two games okay. and have the guest choose the next game that we would play. Mm. Uh, you know, maybe this sticks around, maybe it doesn't. I thought it was fun last time, so I'd like to do it again. Let's do it. Uh, you know, for <laughs> it's different. It, it's interesting for like someone like you because you don't know a lot of games. And so both of these titles may not know, may blind. not mean anything to you. <laughs> but, you know, in the like the the idea around it is like, a guest maybe like there's a game that they know is shitty and they don't like me so they'll choose that one or it's like a favorite pops up and so they'll choose the favorite because they want to hear what why are they your guest if they don't like you it's because well, you they made like them play me. call of the sea it's because you made them play medium isn't it uh, didn't dookie choose dookie call did of the choose sea? This did game, he have yeah. a reason for it he had not played it so okay <laughs> no, no i'm gonna ask him about it you should yeah mm-hmm. uh cool here we go All right, so my next guest is Shane O'Hare from the Geekscape Games podcast. Uh, I don't know if that changes your <laughs> answer or anything like that. I mean, it's uh, not going to make uh, me know what the game is. <laughs> yeah, game one or game two? Which would you like us to play? <laughs> oh, God. That's uh, so the options game. are Yazuka, sorry, Yakuza. <laughs> Yakuza 6, The Song of Life, or Dragon Age 2. I'm going to go with Yakuza because I've heard of Dragon Age before. I don't know what either of them are about, but Yakuza sounds more mysterious. Okay. And this has nothing to do with you or Shane or video games. Yep. It's literally just words. <laughs> okay, perfect. Perfect. And we could have just drawn one game in this case. Is totally. Yeah. Hundo yeah. okay. P. Okay. Uh, well, uh, again, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks I for have enjoyed me. this chat. Even if you didn't enjoy the game, it's always nice having you on. Uh, so I look forward to hearing your voice again in this show very soon. Uh, <laughs> next month, uh, next month, I'll be back with Shane O'Hare. Nice. And we will be talking all about Yakuza 6, The Song of Life. Never played the series before. Josh Jackson, uh, also from the Geekscape Game Podcast. I think he's played all of these oh, games. Oh, is he a he's fan? A huge, he's a huge fan of them. Okay. So. Uh, I don't know if that says anything about the games or, or what, but I am <laughs> I looking feel forward. I like he has good tasting games sometimes. Yeah, yeah. He loves the waifu games. Yeah, I wonder he does. if there's any waifus. In... But I know like back in the day when I listened to the podcast, yeah. it would be like the Geekscape Games podcast. Yeah. He would always, I would always be intrigued by the mm. games that he talked about. Yeah, cool. Yeah. So I'm interested. Uh, I'm looking forward to playing that. So yeah. thank you for listening. If you have liked what you have listened to, uh, you know, throw us a five star review share the episode, share the show with a friend, anything that you can do to get us out there, uh, you know, is great. Uh, (laughs) We love it. We thank you so much for joining us. Uh, We will be back in one month to talk about Yakuza 6. And again, if you want to hear me in the meantime, uh, every other Thursday, there is a brand new episode of Geekscape Games. Uh, Just head over to geekscape.net or search for Geekscape Games in whatever app you use for your podcasts. Thank you again, Michaela. Thank you for having me. It's been lovely. I'm glad you're back. <laughs> Thanks so much. Also, I'll gets see you out of my hair. Gets you out of my hair a little bit. Gets me out of your hair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
<laughs> Am I bothering you? Am I too clingy? All right. Good, good day. <laughs> On that note, goodbye. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.